Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast for Below Average Golfers by Below Average Golfers. It is Caleb and T tonight. Um, a little bit different than uh, the normal trio, but, you know, Owen's doing his thing. And uh, so the two Stooges figured they'd try to uh, figure it out. So, T, how you doing? Hey, man. Um, yeah, I guess when, you know, Mr. Mr. Owen's away, you know, the two Stooges will play a little bit. We got a nice little loose, little informal episode for you guys coming today. We'll talk a little. We'll talk a little, you know, what happened on tour. We'll talk a little, you know what mess we created on the golf course with ourselves since the last time we've recorded. It'll be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Our fearless yeah. leader is gone, but that's okay. No matter. We got it's, this. He's here in spirit. We can, we can feel him. So um, nothing's wrong with him. Just he's just not here this week. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, getting right into it. Um, looks like Teed has a Miller. He's a good man. Too soon. Um, okay. Uh, so the RBC, great, great tournament. Um, not so sure about having it right behind the masters. Um, but you know, it turned out that, you know, we still got some entertainment from it. Um, especially with the, with Spieth and Fitzpatrick, you know, going toe to toe. Um, there was a little bit of Cantley action in there. Um, he had an ace. That's so, something. I guess if, you know, a bunch of people talk crap about you the, the prior week, then you might, you know, hit an, hit an ace the next week. Um, he did take over a minute to have a four-footer, but I digress. You know, we'll, we'll leave that up to the, uh, the Twitter warriors there. Um, but, yeah, the, the RBC going into a playoff. You know, Spieth, he thought he had it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did. And I think everybody watching for about a quarter of a second thought too, but let's get back to what, what you stated before is, you know, it's a designated event. It is right after Augusta national and the masters, there's gotta be a tournament, you know, to follow up the masters. It has to happen. It sucks. The <clears throat> it sucks. The RBCs in that spot, but you know, I think it's a pretty decent one to, you know, I, especially with the result we had this week, like it was intriguing, good, golf and you know yeah. obviously nothing I, I don't even think any of the majors could hold a candle in my opinion to what goes on at the masters every year it's the one with the right. most tradition i would argue you know i'm sure a lot of the our european counterparts would would argue otherwise but it's that's my favorite major there's got to be a tournament to follow up after it and you know if there is any criticism i would say you know if we're trying to ease back in maybe not go right off the deep end with a designated event immediately following the masters maybe let some of these dudes recoup a little bit get over what what transpired the weekend before but you know i think everything worked out awesome this week having two legit dudes duking it out at the end of the tournament into extra holes that's something i that's special and it sucks for speed, you know, to, to go out that way. I thought for sure it, it was, it looked real good for him for, for around a quarter second there. And obviously yeah. I'm a speed guy. I want to see him come back to his old form and he wasn't quite able to do that done, but I think, you know, I think things are looking good for my other speed fans. You know, I mean, he kind of laid a little bit of an egg at Augusta. Yeah, so did a lot of people. But to come out and to play, you know, going through a lot with his swing, with everything else, 
it was really good to see him in contention and especially that much in contention in in the tournament following the masters right i mean uh, i mean apart from sunday at the masters you know speeth he was there but like we didn't really know that he was there it kind of felt like um and then obviously he he does speeth and greller things on on sunday mm-hmm. and gets himself somewhat into it and it makes it interesting for sure but um you know that's that's kind of how speeth is he, he's going to get himself into trouble and he's going to make it look good or you know he's going to play himself out of it and look the same way so yeah i mean they uh they asked greller you know hey like what's the play coming up on you know this hole i forget which one it was um he's like well i i think you know jordan should lay up with an 8 but knowing Jordan, he's probably just going to go for it. So, like, that—that mm-hmm. that is who Jordan is. So, you know, yeah. it's great to see him back, you know, in the final group um, in the playoff for sure. And, you know, congrats to Fitzpatrick. I mean, I guess he's been, you know, going there with his family for years. Um, they did a little, a little side note that that's where his family would vacation um, a lot. And so, you know, he even has the, the lighthouse um, – club head cover so you know congrats to him for you know making it feel like a a home victory um yeah especially fending off you know two jordan speeth holes that looked like i mean it wasn't possible for him to be beat. and then mm-hmm. you, you would trust jordan with a putter i would yeah i mean absolutely i'm at that point if jordan misses a putt i'm more surprised than when he makes it so, you know, crazy stuff. And then Fitzpatrick gets that third playoff hole, throws a absolute dart into yeah. into the hole, nearly jars it. Um, I mean, at that point, you're you're probably thinking no matter where Jordan hits it, it, it it's gonna be tough for him at least. He could probably do it, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be super tough knowing that your opponent is six inches away from um, you know, from winning the thing. Uh, as we like to say in, in golf club, he was, you know, dialed in. So he was, you yeah. know, we, it just wasn't in the cards for Jordan this week. And again, congrats to Fitzpatrick on an awesome week. Yeah. Big time. I mean, he went out and he did it. You know, if if you're able to get those opportunities, you got to capitalize on him. He did it. I mean, there's, there's he went out and he, he did the damn thing, you know, it, yeah. which is, it's super awesome for him. I didn't know that backstory about how, you know, he's pretty, he's connected to that piece of property and that golf course, which is good for him, man. That's cool. That's really awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people were wondering, you know, if, if Rom would play the same way coming off the designated event. Um, And we saw, you know, a lot of what his character is, you know, they, I, I watched a little video clip of, you know, one of the reporters was asking him like, you know, Hey, why are you here? And he's like, well, like, it's my job. Like people pay their hard earned money to see me. And then, you know, he, I think he had maybe a rough day on Thursday. Um, but he battled back on Friday, made the cut. And like that reporter was like, well, like, what's the point of like playing well on Friday? Like, why didn't you just give yourself like the weekend off? after just asking the previous question and yeah. he was like, because again, like I'm, this is my job. This is what I yeah. do. This is what people pay for. So, you know, I'm really happy to see, you know, Rom 
kind of connecting, you know, with the fans that way um, and really composing himself with that reporter asking I some questionable kind of asinine. questions. Absolutely asinine. Yeah. It's yeah. like, <clears throat> talk about a guy who gets it. You know, it's so awesome to hear. I mean, Rom right now, he is the guy. You know, it, it, it's him. Even, you know, walking in here, we were talking about the big three with him, Scotty, and Rory. You know, for these guys to be as – and I'm speaking with all three of them right now. We've talked about how Rory's kind of become that ambassador for the PGA Tour. Rom, I mean, he's talking like he's 1B right there with them. You know, to stick around on the weekend, to be playing hard and battling if you just want a green jacket because that's what the fans want to see. Like that's, it's very rare in sports to have a superstar that just gets it like that. You know what I mean? To not be the prima donna, to not, you know, think, just think about himself to actually think of the greater good and to understand that this platform is something that a lot of people want to, you know, have a, have a piece of and, and contribute to and be a part of. Speaking of golf fans, you know, it, it's really awesome for him to try to facilitate that and to be a part of it. You know, he could have been, ah, eh, screw it. It's a designated event. I just won the Masters. What are they going to do? They're going to kick me off the tour if I don't play in it? Absolutely not. Not only did he play in it, you know, he battled and he made the cut and he hung around even, even post that, you know, like good for that guy. I think he might yeah. be probably the most universally liked golfers in a while to be speaking of like there were tiger haters. Nobody wants to admit it. There were a lot of people who didn't like tiger. That's basically Mickelson fans all through growing up, you know, all the young kids like tiger, anybody else didn't, you know, and you know, McElroy, there's some, there's some nice, not recently, but you know, for a while, there were some people who thought he was overhyped, yada, 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 all that. And for Rom to just be so consistent and so well and so universally liked, like he doesn't say anything wrong, you know, like right. he, he's he's a tailor-made superstar. He's, he's the guy you want representing the game right now. And it's really cool to see that he's growing into that and doing it. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, he stayed an extra, like, I think it was either half hour, 45 minutes yeah. just to uh, hit on his like post round you know, little back and forth with uh, Amanda Balionis Renner or something like that. Um, you know, she was asking him questions or whatever. And, and then he like stuck around past those normal questions and started doing like almost play by play of, you know, what was going on in that final group. And um, I'm not sure if it made it to the playoff. I had to do something else. So I wasn't able to see that, but um, to catch the, the clips of him, you know, breaking down, the final group, like, that's awesome. Like, yeah, you know, there's only a handful of guys on tour that would have done that for sure. And, and he's definitely not one that would have to, you know, like oh, for sure. He, he could have said, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I did. It sucks. Blah, blah, blah. And, and just walk out of there. He didn't, he chose to hang around and uh, Rom's awesome. If you dislike John Rom, I don't know why, how come there's literally no right. reason to, he's awesome. Like yeah. <laughs> he's so cool. He's the best yeah definitely one of the best on the course um you know obviously he's showing his colors he's one of the best off the course um kind of the complete opposite of what we are on the course um as we can we can talk about um moving away from you know the tour events 
Um, you and I both got in rounds this last week, uh, yep. far from the tour events. Um, so as far yeah, as you I'll, can uh, <laughs> I'll let you hit yours first and then, uh, I'll follow up. All right. So this was my first round of the season. Um, I've recently moved, um, as I've noted previously, let me just pull up the old 18 birdies here and see what the damage is. Okay. First time I played this course, Kensington Metro park course, you know, I, it's kind of the sister course, the one I played at before where I lived then. Um, so here's where we're at. Um, I walked, walked 18. I felt motivated from, from your experience, Caleb. And uh, I parked three holes. Uh, um, the, yep, the, the number starts with a nine. Um, not great. Not great. I'll say that. And what sucks is I was playing with the, some old guy. He was probably in his 60s and his son. Both of them absolute sticks. Like hitting oh, really? every fairway, shaping <laughs> shots. Like it, it was <laughs> ridiculous. And then like I kept up with them and everything else. They walked too, which was nice. It was really cool to have three dudes playing all walking. You know, got to got to kind of know each other a little bit, which was it was nice. They were cool guys. I didn't slow them up any, but my, yeah. I shot a 96, um, three putt about every hole. Um, <laughs> oh. dude, it was brutal. But I will say, you know, we, we've been talking about our swing changes and everything else and the work we've been doing with Scott. My driver, this is the best my driver's been the first day of the season ever. Like I was, nice. I was actually, I was hitting fairways. Even when I wasn't, they weren't bad misses. I didn't blow any into the woods. You know, the duck hook remained relatively in check. Um, nice. And the ball, the ball striking got there towards the end. My chipping was actually surprisingly good. I had decent feel, decent touch around the green. And the greens were bad. I'll say that. This was the first weekend this course was open up here in Michigan. So they, it, was, it was a little rough. It was a little fluffy. But that being said, let's uh, – how many three putts did I have? Let's see. You full scorecards. While, uh, while you're looking at that, I will say when um, I was on 18 birdies to kind of like log my scores and whatnot, your uh, your scorecard popped up. And uh, I was like, that is yeah. not the Evan that I know for sure. Yeah, not not great. So four three putts, four three putts. Um, I thought it was worse, honestly. Uh, but anytime you're putting 38 times in a round, <laughs> you're probably <laughs> not going to, you're probably not going to score too well. Um, <laughs> that being said though, swing felt good. You know, it, it's kind of wonky to say that, but swing felt good. Um, really can't complain too much. I think next time I go to this course, I'll play a few things differently. Um, the wind was going, it was the first decent day of the year. And I, could have been worse. I'll say that it could have been a lot worse. So, but now having getting the bad round out of the way, now I'm going to be pissed if I do the same thing again. So stand by for next episode. You might see a little more heated tea in relation to his golf game. I'll give myself one. I know what I got to work on everything else. I got my putting mat set up here in my room. So no excuses moving forward. No excuses. This is the last time I'm in the 90s of the season. So help me God. That's love all it. I'm saying. That's it. I love how about it. you, Caleb? How, how'd you do, man? Yeah, so um, 
My my scorecard was definitely the uh, the tail of two nines, for yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> so played. Uh, the family and I went down to Kentucky over the weekend just to kind of get away. Um, had Thursday Friday off, so you know we went down there, came back home on Saturday. But um, on Friday, Dad and I got out to Lincoln Trail Golf Course. Um, he wasn't an over like he wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I can definitely see why, like the, the condition definitely could have been better. Um, but yeah. I thought like the track was so cool that I, it, it didn't take Whoa. too much away for me. Um, honestly, I'd probably plan a trip around going to that course again. Um, just with how fun it was. Um, we did ride, um, dad has a partially torn Achilles that he just dropped on me one day. And, uh, I still, to this day, like I'm flabbergasted that he um he told me that while we were on the tee box of the first round that we were playing together um not too long ago and i was like dad like why are you even out here but yeah so uh, we rode it was a really good idea for us to ride because the horse was or the course was super hilly um Mm -hmm. especially being a new course you know kind of wanted to just zip around find our ball quick and whatnot um but yeah uh let's see Went three over on the first nine. Um, had let's see, two birdies um, on both of the par fives. So I don't boy. know that I can say that I've ever been um, like two under on the same par fives. Whether you know, I've I've probably like birdied one and then bogeyed the other, or if mm-hmm. I happen to eagle one, like I probably double bogey more the other one. So like I don't think I've ever been under par on par fives um so that was pretty cool um but then we got to the back nine Mm -hmm. and uh let's see we went par double yeah par Mm -hmm. double quadruple oh and then bogey par 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 so yeah i mean that's just at least he ended on three straight pars that's what i'll say that's that's something you can take away from the round like it was an enigma the triple you know everything else yep you were still you were probably still hitting the ball pretty well like you would think yourself if you were to go back to that round i was striking it pretty good right yeah i mean for the most part i was playing really well um Mm -hmm. just those few shots that you know kind of like what i talked about last week like i my i didn't necessarily have a lot of bad shots but when i did have bad shots like they were horrible which is what led to you know (laughs) the the quad and the the double and the other double i mean um i'm trying to remember let's see so the first double um hit it way right on a it was a literal like horseshoe dog leg left up the hill uh with a creek um hit it really far right got myself out of position um Mm -hmm. tried to punch a five under a tree over the creek um drink it right there yeah and then you know that kind of just set me back um the par four that i got the or the next double on um as soon as i hit the ball i had no idea where it went like i knew it was off the toe but i i lost it like even as of late like if i have a ball go off the toe like i can still feel like Okay, it's probably, you know, in the 15 to 20 yards to the right range or, 
you know, if maybe if I can, if I felt my wrist come over, okay, it might have hooked a little bit. Um, but this one, it was just gone. Like I gone. Um, so obviously that set me back. And then the next hole was super short, but very protected by trees. So, and it was over a Creek. Um, so had to be very methodical on, on that. Um, and just blocked one into the trees, into the Creek. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a tough stretch of, you know, four holes there, but I mean, overall, like I can't get mad about how I played considering, you know, brand new course, Mm -hmm. um, you know, still trying to figure out my swing for the most part. I have a lot of it down. Um, but like the, the little nuances that I'm, I'm still trying to dial in. Like I, I just can't be upset and, you know, coming off with an 84, like I'll take it. I mean, yeah, I didn't want to shoot nine over on the back, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've dropped my handicap already 0.4 points. Um, so started, um, literally started the year at 10.4. Cause that's where I ended last year. Um, already down to a 10 with making these, uh, those adjustments from Scott. So I feel like my golf game is heading in the right direction, which yeah. is for the, for the first time ever, I think like, I feel good about my golf game. Like that's it. And that's, let's go. Dude, that's a great place to be. As long as you want to go back out, you know, that's, yeah. you you can't ask for anything. I'm looking at your stats right now. You only had one three putt, man, on a brand new course, not knowing yeah. the greens. That's really good early in the season. That's yeah. awesome. Like that's and I mean, that, uh, that three putt was for par. So I was, yeah. I was on the par five and two. Um, yeah. Hit a really nice drive. Had an awkward lie because the my like this the fairway was kind of like wavy. Um, mm-hmm. so the ball was above my feet. Um wind in my face, wasn't really sure what was gonna happen. So I kind of just threw an eight iron at it um and then barely made it on. But um, yeah, I mean, my short game has always been a strength of mine. Um, and so like chipping i know i'm gonna be okay like i one way or another my chipping will save me on a couple shots um and usually my putting is where i lose a couple but you know Mm -hmm. i didn't really lose a whole lot over that round so um making the little tweak to the the putting stroke um i'm i'm feeling pretty good about you know short game as a whole now and not just chipping or not you know whatever so yeah um really excited about about where the golf game is and uh where it's going to be by the time that we come up and see you you know at yeah the end of june so i'm looking forward to that man that'll be a good one we could try some new places out we can you know everything else it'll be good i'm, I'm just hoping i can join you and thinking <laughs> um, we're we're doing well we're on the right track i, I say that kind of facetiously because i do think you know, I my irons towards the end of the end of the round. That's the best I've hit them in a while. And to have the driver going pretty decently right off the jump, I I do think my game's in a good spot. It just sucks if that was the result. Mm-hmm. That being said, you know, moving forward, yeah, it, it's go time now. This was kind of the swift kick in the rear I needed to. All right, yeah, maybe you should start practicing a little, idiot. <laughs> you know, like it, yeah. maybe yeah, it, it's about time to get that going. But yeah, I mean, 
yeah, it could be worse. I'll say that. And, yeah, and I think that's know, where, like, having Scott has been super helpful because, like, you know, in the past, you know, I might try to work on some things that I've been getting lessons for, but, like, uh, unless I was on the course, like, I didn't have um, a good understanding of, like, how to help myself. And with yeah. Scott, like, he, you know, he was showing me with the with me needing to work on having my palm open, like we've talked about it on here, like for the two months, three months that I didn't have clubs, like I was still practicing my golf swing, you know, with that palm open. And like, that's something that I'll do. I'm sure every golfer does like in Walmart one, when we're waiting on our wives, girlfriends, significant others, kids, whatever. Like I just, I find myself practicing my golf swing and like, (laughs) you know, it's really easy to do because like the one thing that I know that I need to do is keep my palm open and like, mm-hmm. that's super easy. So, you know, shout out to Scott for that. Um, and yeah, excited to get our round in with him. Um, I know we're, we're all planning to, to get together um, and looking forward to that just to kind of see like in person, like what he thinks, like, yeah he, yeah, he can break it down, you know, on camera and everything else, but you know, those are just dummy swings almost, or, you know, those are just swings into a net where he doesn't he doesn't care about where the ball is necessarily going until, until we tell him. But like he's just wanting us to work on our mechanics. And so now like he's going to be able to see like, hey, like we're hitting butter cuts now. Like we're, you know, we're hitting mm-hmm. that that soft draw that that we want to hit or whatever it is. And, you know, he'll be able to critique us and, and constructively, you know, criticize us on where we need to go from here. Yeah. And getting back to what you're saying about rehearsing swings, I found myself in the middle of a packed gym in the mirror practicing my takeaway. And I was like, oh, my God, like, look around. There are people trying to get on this bench. And I'm I'm sitting here like, so nice and slow. Make sure you get that club face closed at the top. And then work down with it. Feel like you're cutting the ball. Just (laughs) in the middle of a set, just like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a problem with myself doing it unless like unless I'm at the airport, which I don't know why, like I'm never going to see those people again. But like when traveling for work, like sometimes I just like find myself, OK, like, like, all right, my my group is group six. And, you know, right now, group three is boarding. So why not just practice my golf swing? And then in, like halfway through my, you know, keeping that palm open, getting the chest up and out. It's like, oh, boy. Like, what am I, what am I doing? But, yeah, you know, I'm, at Walmart or at the restaurant, like walking in, like, mm-hmm. it's no big deal. Like, it's whatever. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's a disease. You know, I'm it's, sure other people can look at you and they got the same thing. It's part of the yeah. deal, especially this early in the season. Come on. Yeah, right. that's natural. Nothing sure. to be ashamed of, Caleb. I love it. No, it's like, you know, every, every sport has what they do, right? So like. For us, we're practicing our golf swing, you know, for, for baseball, you're practicing your pitch. Like I remember mm-hmm. doing that growing up, you know, Oh yeah. to this day, jokingly, like I'll still do the Euro step on a, on a layup, like just for fun. Like, you know, we, we all still do it. So, you know, Euro step that tap the door frame. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, gotta gotta give the little finger roll in there too, you know, because mm-hmm. of course, why not? So yeah, just gotta I gotta practice my follow-through on my on my golf swing now. So really give it that mm-hmm. extra flair. Now you know. Absolutely. 
Yep. No shame. Nope. Uh, so, but there is some shame, I guess. So in the last um, few weeks on Twitter, and I don't know if this is a new thing or if I'm behind and I'm just now seeing it, um, but there's been a lot of talk about where, like, where your putter goes or where your driver goes in your mm-hmm. bag or, like, how your bag's set up. And, like, I didn't really put too much thought into it until, like, scrolling through some of those threads. Like, some people were like, well, you're dumb if you put your putter, you know, at the top or you're dumb if you put your putter at the bottom. Like, are you the type mm-hmm. of person that, like, really cares about how your bag is? Yes. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Well, which is fair because I'll admit, yeah. like I, I am very OCD about placement, but like yeah. I feel like I could, I could move around my placement if I needed to. Absolutely. So I'm coming off of um, having a carry bag. It's just two compartments, one on the top, one on the bottom. And when I was in that mode, it's very hard to keep things kind of where you want it. And that's one of the reasons why I moved away from it because yeah. I. I I will say the the cart bags that have all the individual spots on top for all your, I hate that. I can't stand it. The sweet spot for me is the, is the, you know, hybrid carry bag with five slots. That's what I got now. I got the one on the bottom. I got the two above it and I got the one on top. So how I go on the bottom is my wedges. I used to throw the putter in next to the wedge just because that's what made sense. You're bringing both of them to the green because I don't hit greens. You just grab those two clubs and you walk up. However, I've since changed that. I've become a putter with a driver guy now. So I got my wedges on the bottom. I got um, nine through seven and then six through four on both the compartments on top. I got my woods then I got the woods on top with my putter. And I will say, I ergonomically, that makes the most sense. It's not a hill I'm going to die on. It's just I prefer it that way currently. Right. Which is, I'm kind of in that same boat now. I have a I have a bag that has 14 slots. So I don't know how you do that. That is absolutely absurd. Be, it is because I'm so OCD about my clubs. Uh-huh. Like, I they are in order. So like yeah. start if I, and this may actually even be backwards because I'll, I'll get into that, but the, the very top left is my 60 degree and then my 56, then 52. And then it wraps to pitching wedge, nine, eight, seven wraps again, mm-hmm. six, five. Um, I'm working on getting another wood. So right now there's an empty spot. Um, but then it's, I have a four wood right now and then it wraps again to driver and then I have my alignment sticks and then I have my putter. Now, the reason why I have my driver, my hybrid and my putter on the bottom half, when I like, if I'm carrying my bag, I set it down. Like the closest thing to the ground is the driver. Okay. Because Mm, that's backwards, but okay. Well, I, I understand that it's backwards. I, I totally get that. But the reason why I do it is because, you know, I, I always have a head cover on either my driver or my forward, like Mm -hmm. one of the two for sure. And then I always have my head cover on my putter. So I got tired of like shuffling around, like pushing it to the side, you know, reaching underneath it, like whatever. 
to get to my irons. So now with my iron okay. being on top, I just I just got to pull. And so I get that. That makes it like lazy, easy. I don't know. One of the two. That makes sense. No, that makes but sense. Um, I will what, say. What would you? Re- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say what do you what do you recommend for um, our listeners who have iron covers, Caleb, like yourself. I don't have iron covers. <laughs> like, first of all, <laughs> second of all, unless you have a good reason, uh-huh. just throw them away. Just <laughs> okay. get rid of them. But okay, I will say advice. when when I was in high school, um, they gave us you know team issued bags, which they were ping bags. Um, they only had four slots, so it was, you know, one, two, one. Um, and so kind of like you, I, I had my wedges on the bottom with my putter on the one side I had, um, let's see, I would have had the pitching wedge or no, my nine iron through my seven iron. Um, on the other side, I would have had six through four, and then I had any, hybrid wood whatever up on top so i'm not i'm definitely not opposed to you know how you have it or how you know people probably say that you should have it but like i just i am so ocd about my golf clubs being in my bag that i i prefer the 14 slots okay i mean and i get it i get yeah i might have misspoke did i say four or five I, I, my bag has five compartments. My bag has five okay. compartments. So <clears throat> it's still right. So bottom is wedges four through or nine through seven, and then a six, five, four. And then, yeah, my three, five wood and hybrid are on the next shelf. And then on top of that, I got my driver putter. That makes sense. It's a new bag. I had to think about that for a little bit. Anywho, yeah. I, but, the thing with that is I just, it's easier to put them away. You can still have them in the order you want as opposed to the individual little holes. You stick your clubs. I don't know. And what does it rattle less with the individual? Um, I don't know that I would say rattle less. I, okay. It depends, I guess. I mean, like when I'm, when I would walk, if I like compared it to walking now with a 14 mm-hmm. hole bag, as opposed to when in, I did in high school, it definitely would rattle less for sure. Okay. Cause I think all of them okay. were kind of just like staying in their spot. Now I'm not going to go as far as putting the tubes in there. I think that's a little yeah. much, that but is a lot. Yeah. But like, I'm also the kind of person that like, if, you know, dad brings me over an eight iron from the fairway and you know i give him my driver because he's walking back and you know he dad puts it in the middle of the bag like by the time i get back over there and i notice that like it kind of gets like i'm a little ticked like just don't unless you know where it goes don't put it up don't mess with my feng shui yeah yeah, it just Mm -hmm. it's one of those things um now right or wrong whatever um but that's how it is so you know, I'm curious to know, like listeners out there, like, A, how do you have your bag? Is it a four slot? Is it a 14 slot? Is it a five slot? You know, B, do you care how your clubs go? And C, like, 
what what is your preferred method of how you you put your clubs and then i guess we'll mm-hmm. throw in d does the putter go on top or does the putter go on bottom yeah it doesn't matter no, I, no it doesn't matter it's all personal preference obviously um however i will say people who just throw crap in their bag and not care about where it is they're absolute psychopaths i'll say that they, you know there yes. needs there needs to be some method to the badness you know some method it's something because you know in the beginning I, I was that guy and i was forgetting clubs you know after after the round i'd go for an eight out where the hell is this thing you're digging around you have no idea oh actually yeah. it's on the side of three green and you just realized it now because right. you don't know what you're looking for in your bag um yeah you know it which sucks you know that's the worst so if, if currently if you're, you're a b- new below average golfer It'll help out, you know, it, it might honestly save some strokes on your game. If, if you, you know, know where everything's at and you're confident and where, you know, what clubs you're pulling out and everything else, try to try to get a little method to your madness. Um, I think that's some decent listener advice that it'll, at the very least, it'll save you time digging around for clubs right. and everything else. It, yeah. Cause I mean, nothing but I, positive. I attribute like just throwing your clubs in there to like choking baby bunnies. Like it, I just, I can't see how you would do it. Can't it's, see how you it do it. makes my skin crawl thinking about having a four iron next to my wedge. It just, ugh. yeah. yeah. It, it just, they don't go together. It just, yeah. You're losing your wedge underneath the head cover. Uh, no, not for me. Not for nope. me at all. M- moving nope. beyond that. Um, what are some non-golf related items that you keep in your bag? Like I got sunscreen, I got a Sharpie, I got, you know, extra pencils in case I need it. Um, sort of that though, I'm pretty bare bones. I like keeping a light bag. Yeah. I mean, um, so I have like six ball markers. I don't know why, but Mm -hmm. I do, um, used to keep a Sharpie in there. Um, don't know if one's in there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, got the rain gear in there, or at least the wow, the cover to the clubs. Um, and mm-hmm. then I don't know if my rain gloves are still in there or not, but that was normally a staple with um, with playing golf in like high school because sometimes we'd play yeah. a match, rain or shine. You couldn't um, pick when you could play. Right. And back then, like, at least for us, I don't know how it was for you, but like, if you had an umbrella in your bag, like they counted that as a club. Whoa. Like if it took up, if it took up a spot, it took up a club. So like Hmm. always had to like maneuver ways to, to keep it, you know, out of like the club slots. So it was, I always thought that was weird. Um, it may yeah, not have been a thing, dumb. but that's what we were always told. So I don't know, but yeah, um, I don't have a ball retriever. Dad has a ball retriever. One of those, yeah, like, that's a, that's a very dad ones. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think every awesome. dad has that. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that he has it in there. Cause it, uh, I was probably net positive on losing to finding golf balls in Kentucky. Um, mm-hmm. just because dad was there. And yeah, so I know he got a couple pro V ones out of it himself. So um, good for Gary. I love it. Yeah. That's it. That's a very dad thing. So the dad son combo I played with, I was like, 
oh my god, this guy's such a dad. He just walks out from looking for his ball, my ball. And then he hands me a nitro, and I'm like, okay. He's like, if you got a shag bag or something, and I'm like, dude, like, I don't need this. Like, that's okay. <laughs> but like, looking back, I'm like, my dad would have done the exact same thing. Like, right. hey, son, here's a pinnacle I found. Thanks. Right. Like, Great. what like, do you want me to do with this? <laughs> yeah, like he knows. Like, your dad would know. Like, hey my kid doesn't play nitros or pinnacles like i'll just ask the playing partner that we're with yeah like uh-huh. hey you you want a pinnacle you want to you want a max fly or whatever so here you go speaking speaking of max flies real quick i just remembered this so the funniest thing i've i've found on a golf ball well actually dad found it after he scooped the ball up out of water but he had he found a yellow max fly nice. that was personalized which oh I thought God. was hilarious to begin with. Like, yeah, I didn't know that you funny. could, I didn't know that you could personalize max flies. whatever. If that's your thing. Awesome. I just, I didn't expect it. Um, and on the ball, it said, tell your mom, thanks for last night. <laughs> on a max fly. Like that is awesome. <laughs> so there's at, at first when you said that I was thinking, if you're that into golf to personalize your ball, you're probably not hitting max flies. But then that's the most max fly player thing you could possibly have written on your golf ball. <laughs> like that's just <laughs> I was that, it's honestly poetic. Yeah, I was cracking up. He all of a sudden, like dad, he scoops it up out of the water. He walks back to the, the cart and um my ball landed just short of the water. So like, I was trying to figure out like, okay, like how should I play this next one? Like, do I want to keep it low under the tree to avoid the water or, you know, to try to go around the green or whatever. And he just starts laughing. And I'm like, what's, what's going on? Like, I'm just taking practice wings. Like, is it that bad? And he's like, no, no, no. It's like this ball, it's a max fly. And it says, tell your mom, thanks for last night. And like, I thought he was kidding. Like I did not think that he was serious, but he was absolutely dead serious. It was yeah, awesome. That's great. That's awesome. Like, Good I for just, that guy. Whoever lost yeah. that ball. See, like we yeah. we've customized balls for dad before, and like you know, we tried to make it funny with you know, if found, please return to Gare Bear. Like you know, mm-hmm. that's that's as funny as we got. Um. So you know whatever but like the max fly like i i don't know why but i picture if somebody and i apologize to anybody out there that takes offense to this i don't mean any offense this is just how it comes like it is what i picture like if joe dirt was gonna play golf joe dirt would play max flies yeah like he understands that he's not gonna play a pinnacle he's you know he Mm -hmm. understands top flight is is out the window so Mm -hmm we're just going to play max flies. And so like, yeah. I just picture Joe dirt walking around with a customized yellow max fly that says, tell your mom, thanks for last night. So just, yeah, just to go out there and personalize your ball with something that acknowledges the fact that you're going to lose it. I love exactly. it. That's, that's, that's as bags as it gets, man. That, that is, that is perfect. That is the perfect, you know, picturesque bags moment right there it's like hey like i'm gonna lose these might as well make it funny 
So, yeah. Yeah. So all in all, you know, we've had uh, a lot going on the last, the last week. Um, looks like we're, you know, we've got some Rocky road or behind us, um, but we yeah. got good golf ahead of yeah. us. That's what yeah, matters. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully we can, uh, we can be more like Spieth and Fitzpatrick and Rom, you know, and, and, and less like bags. Um, <laughs> and so then, you know, it carries us into the summer to where, we're lowering handicaps. We're shooting PRs, you know, mm -hmm. just having a good time with it and, and only getting better. So, uh, you have anything you want to, you want to end the episode out with? No, just, you know, it's getting warm, you know, at least here in Michigan, we skipped spring. We had an 80 degree day yesterday. <laughs> it did snow today. That being said, you know, it's time to get out there. No more excuses. Get that first round behind you, put it in the rearview mirror. And we're hard charging from here. It, we're making yep. it happen. It is now officially golf season. So get Let's out there if you go. haven't already and play some. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right, folks. That's going to do it for the, the Two Stooges episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Hopefully we have Owen back next week um, yep. to, to rein us in a little bit, keep things <laughs> running smooth. Um, but until then, you know, Make sure you have above average fun, even though Bingo. you're below average golfers. We'll see ya. Tell you all the story about the joker and the thief, I said. I'll tell you all the story about the joker and the thief, I said.